Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to Daily Pop. Today we're hearing there was major drama behind the scenes of Adele's Vegas residency. Mm -hmm. I'm here with super producer Mona Scott Young. Yes. And actress Melissa Peterman. You guys, I mean, this is what? crazy. I was I ready to go to Vegas, by the way. Were you going? Oh, oh I, was gonna, going. I was going to take my son's college fund, and I was going to get a ticket, <laughs> and you I was going to go. Because it was an expensive it was ticket. An expensive people ticket. paid like thousands, thousands of dollars. I saw somebody pay twelve of. grand. Mm -hmm. Oh no, people were there. To, yeah, yeah, I paid twelve G's of ease money, but you know, because <laughs> research and development. But we are learning more about why it may have suddenly been postponed. Mm -hmm. Insiders tell the Daily Mail they couldn't come to a decision on production. Okay. <laughs> Now, I've got to ask, who should have control when it comes to production? Because I'm hearing there was some representatives in her camp that she couldn't come to, you know, agreements with. It just seems like something odd to be fighting over a week before the show starts. Yeah, right. That, oh, I'm and sorry. And by the way, if it had, the first excuse was, or the first reason was sort of COVID, which would have been enough anyway, mm -hmm. right? Like, they didn't have to go further. But, I mean, and, I mean, and you're, you're, you manage people. I am managed. I, I have, I need to be managed um, by <laughs> several people. But, um, you know, to me, ultimately, if, if your name is on the outside of the building, it's, ultimate yeah. say is sort of up to you right like if you're not happy about it and i feel like she's she's not a young new artist she's that needs she's a lot of guidance seasoned. she knows what she wants yeah, yeah, and yeah. she's earned the right to say i want it to be this way my name's on it i want it to be that way i so think that's part of it i'm sorry i think part of it may have been that she had ideas of what she wanted her show to be but you do have a team that executes those ideas and what I took away from watching that message was that things didn't come together I heard about the COVID so they probably had you know outbreaks on set yes. and it delayed rehearsals right, and right. it turned everything upside down but it just sounds to me like they just couldn't get it together in time which she, is fine yeah. which is fine and by the way as a ticket holder mm -hmm. I don't want to go and see a half, a half, half show, show. Right. exactly we schedule my date I am mm -hmm. good it's just Vegas. I can fly there and fly home. I don't want to say half-ass show. When it comes to the management team or being managed yeah. or whatever, I always say, if I'm paying you 10%, you got a 10% vote. So if you want to add uh, okay. your 10% vote with my agent's 10% vote right. and then get my lawyer's 5%, I will take 25% of what y'all say and add it to my 75 and we still going to keep it moving. But don't you sometimes like rely on, but because I, 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 I really like my manager. I've been with her a long time. And I really rely on her sometimes to make 
to be to be not the bad guy, but to like I want her to tell me, I want her to weigh in if she really feels like something is like a bad idea. I take her advice seriously. Speaking I do. as a manager, what I will say is our jobs is to facilitate your vision, right? We're not creatives. We don't come up with the vision, but certainly we have a responsibility to tell you when your vision is unattainable. Right? I get that. Like this like, Melissa, idea you're never gonna is be on never going to happen in time. Swimsuit model. <laughs> I cannot facilitate your vision, Melissa. I get it. I, I was hear thinking it. more like the 37 dancers and all right. of these other things you want to do. But yeah, the manager should be telling her like this thing will not happen in this time. But I just don't think it's the manager's fault right, necessarily, if it doesn't come together. I think this was a matter of circumstances. Yeah. Yes. The one thing I will commend her for is coming out and being so and transparent so and so honest about... Because sometimes... Yeah. Listen, sometimes it's just... It's cancelled. You get no explanation. You don't know what happened. She opened herself she up. She no, no, people. No. She uh, FaceTimed yeah. her fans. Yeah, no... Actually, okay, I love that you brought that up because you guys, Adele was working overtime trying to apologize oh. to fans, FaceTime calling him. Look, I grew up in the Janet Jackson era of mm -hmm. concerts where there was a 60% chance that bitch was just going to cancel and not tell you a damn thing. <laughs> she was not rescheduling. She was not giving you anything. So for me, I don't think I needed to know why. Really? And I, by the way, and you have kids. Once you have children, I tell this to everybody. Right. I don't care if you have to cancel your own wedding. Use your kids as an excuse. I, Nobody yes, is going to. Hysterical. Nobody's going to second guess it. But what I also heard from her was the pressures, right? And I think that made her very relatable because so many people are under all this pressure watching it. I know Missy reached out and was like, oh, my God, I can only imagine And by the way, don't you think the pressure is added on that it has been a rough couple of years Absolutely. for everybody? And the idea of being back on the road or being back on, you know, putting your face back out there and doing a show like that, like, there's added pressure. Like, I, I can't even get it together for book club after 2021 20, and 2022. Like, you know, like, Let the idea of, like, going to put on a Vegas, Vegas residency. residency. Like, that's a big deal. And she yeah. wants it to be great. And she always gives her, you know... 100%. 100%. So, yeah. All, the, all the, the rumors about the inflated prices, though, and all of the swag that she was giving. I mean, a, a cup of coffee. She offered them a cup of coffee. That was a little bit much for me. But other than that, you know, we... I just hope she gets it together. I can see there's some kind of mental, you know, strain happening. It's the, I'm sure, anxiety. I hope she can pull it all together sure. so people can get their money's worth. And she and we'll will. Go. And speaking yes, of will. pulling it all together, honey, <laughs> nice Emma <segue>. Thompson's <laughs> letting it all hang out in her new movie, Good Luck to You, Leo Grande. Now, she admitted that taking it all off was a very challenging thing at the age of 62 years old. And while her age made it harder in some ways, she's not sure she could have done it any earlier. I truly do believe that. I think... I agree completely. I think that there's an amount of grace that comes with being of a certain age. Mm -hmm. There is mm -hmm. zero expectation that everything has held together as tightly as it should have if you were much younger. Oh, for so sure. So I think if you're going to do it, not only are you much more confident, you've accomplished everything you wanted to accomplish. You care so less screw about it. what people you think. You care less about what people think. And nobody expects it to be super tight. I'm planning to do my first nude scene at age 83. There you yes. go. <laughs> I am going to work. I got more things to, like, let go, and it's all going to be perfect at 83. I think it's fabulous, and she is so spectacular. She is. She and, is. And um, you know what? And she's gorgeous and beautiful, but you know what? I think about it. Like, you know, we. I think about in your 20s, and I would think, oh, my gosh, Melissa, you're awful, whatever, and you go look at those photos, or you look at those. I wish I could go back and tell that girl that you were, that girl in the mirror was lying to you. You were perfect. You should have taken it all off 
said. That's the thing. <laughs> That's the thing. You're easier on yourself yeah. with age. Yeah. And I think I look back in my 20s. I didn't like my body. I was scared of it. And in my 30s, I'm starting to like really like it. By the time I get to 40, honey, I might be, be living at a nudist. Naked. Oh, she might be like Spread Eagle <laughs> I'm in Playboy. Well, you just... came out this morning with no shirt on. And we were like, you know, Did it's Monday. Really? Let's just dip into the week. 100%. You know what I mean? Let yeah. me give you a nipple yeah. to start it off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think that society has also been more accepting of seeing women mm -hmm. nude in their 50s and 40s and 60s because 10, 15, 20 years ago, we would be like, why is she Unheard doing of. that? Unheard exactly. of. She right. is going through it. Right now, somebody would be walking out here putting a quilt over my over legs your, right yeah. now. Your like, knees. Melissa, cover this up. What are you thinking? <laughs> um, I think it's empowering. And I really do think that there is a confidence that comes. And Absolutely. you know what? I haven't done it yet, but you know what? But Again, you're gonna. At 83, yeah. let's do it. My ARP card. I will see you in five let's years. Do it. All right. Oh, shade. Yeah. So much shade. Welcome to the shade room. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. I Speaking see it. of shade, Hillary Duff is opening up about the struggles of being a child star. She played the role of Lizzie McGuire for years and tells Bustle, I was too young to do a character dive on Lizzie. I think I was just playing myself, and I really related to that girl. She was me, and I was her, and that was that. You know, have you ever heard of a had a hard time separating what people saw on TV and your real self? Uh, yeah, sure. You know, I mean, I've been lucky enough that I've had two really long-running shows. I was Barbara Jean on Reba, which was like, you My know, favorite. six, uh, you know, uh, six seasons. And I did 100 episodes of Baby Daddy as Bonnie Wheeler. And so, like, people know you as as Barbara Jean. And, and right now, Reba is on somewhere every day, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? So, you know, and people come up like, you know, they think that you're Barbara Jean. And the truth is, there is a little bit of me in every single character I do. And when you, I, re I do remember that after the, the first pilot season after Reba was over, it was really hard to go into those rooms because everyone did see you as, hey, I'm Barbara Jean, you know, and you're going out to read for other things. So there is a certain amount of that, that you are put into a box or a category. Mm -hmm. and, and I, I think harder, harder for her to be young too. I was about to say the same thing. When you're young and you're just getting started and that's how people meet you and they know this character that runs for so long, it's hard to see you as anything else. It's hard to see you as a 25 year old woman yeah, exactly. when they think you're a 16 year old girl. Oh, girl. For sure, absolutely. But I will say the people who have had that happen to them, if you look at the success of their shows, mm -hmm. they have made enough money where they could chill for matter. about 10 years. It you know what I mean? It don't matter. They don't ever have to do anything else ever oh, again. Oh, Kristen exactly. Stewart chilling on that Twilight money. <laughs> mm -hmm. Hillary mm -hmm. Duff still making money from, from Lizzie, Lizzie McGuire. McGuire. <laughs> But I, what they have to do, and I think she wasn't equipped to do this because no one knew the formula yet, I think what you have to do is you have to Miley Cyrus people. Yes. You gotta shock people Come into out seeing and you. Bam. Yes. From, yes. you know, Hannah, mm -hmm. or was it uh, Hannah, Hannah Montana, Montana to like, yep. you know, shooting things out. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Well, and, I, and again, the thing is, they also have incredible talent. You know, Miley Cyrus was incredibly talented. So there was no, you couldn't really stop her from moving on. I think Hilary Duff is so unbelievably talented. So she can, there's no stopping her. You know what I mean? Like, she needs one good dramatic role where we see her completely, you know, no. cast. No, not she a dramatic No, she needs one good role. scandal. 
Okay, that's oh, that She needs a nip slip somewhere. I need you to like almost get a DUI. Don't get a DUI though. <laughs> like I need, you need, she needs something because Hillary Duff, and I love this about her, is so normal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when you're a celebrity, people don't really want they you want to be you to normal. They want you to be larger than life. life. They want yeah. some grit. So you I know? should just go to the grocery store and like chaps and a poncho. No, no. I, I think you should take your minivan. I think you should open the door when you go to Kroger's okay. and right as you get out, just stick that leg out oh. a little too much and let mm -hmm. the dress hike up. Just a little labia on a Tuesday. That is a lot. You That's thought a lot. about this. That's like, you know what? I'm going to run that by my management team and I'm going to see. <laughs> and if, then blame it on them. And then blame it on them if that goes wrong, Justin. Okay. okay. All right. There we no, go. But you remember in the early 2000s, all the girls had a little snatch lady slip. Shots? No, they had a little snatch shot. <laughs> Let Paris getting out of the car, Lindsay getting off. How do you get off of a boat and show your snatch? <laughs> Brittany, I don't know how that denim skirt got out of there, but it, they were doing it. It was like a thing for a it moment. It was a calculated move. The other thing was the boob shot. People were walking into clubs. They used to have the spaghetti straps like put off to the side. I just don't mm -hmm. know. I feel like Hillary Dove just needs a she little. She needs a little okay. bit of. Sexy, well, a little salacious. I think that she's fabulous. I do. I think she's going to be just fine. She's going to be just fine, right? You know what? You know what she is? What? She's a survivor. Yes! You like really that, right? did watch oh, Reba. We're going to talk about this. Okay, all right. <laughs> On a more serious note, we would like to send our love to Regina King. Her son, Ian Alexander Jr., tragically took his own life. Ian was Regina's only child and the love of her life. And he died just days after his 26th birthday. You know, I don't have kids, Mona, but... There, no words, no words it's... at all. I mean, Regina, first of all, is such a beautiful, you know, human being. So as a mother, to go through that, you should never have to outlive your children. And no. I have a son, you know, around the same age. And I heard about it this weekend. And yeah, it's just, it's just heartbreaking. heartbreaking. I'm sending her prayers, love. You know, Jesus, God, just take her through this because I just can't even imagine what she is going through. 100%. How old's your son, Melissa? He's 16. Wow. Yeah, and I, I'm, you know, I, I would run into Regina at events and one of the kindest, most warm, just mm -hmm. loving, yep. loving human beings. And when I heard the news this weekend, it just was so heartbreaking because it's not supposed to happen that way. And then just like, it's a, it, there's complicated feelings in the, in the, in the way that he died. And it's just, it's, I just said, it's heartbreaking. All my love. It's heartbreaking. Yep. I want to send love to Ian, um, his dad as well. Cause he and I know each other way, way, way back. So yeah, love to Ian and Regina. So sorry. 100%. You know, our thoughts are with the family. And if you know anyone who is struggling or if you are struggling, you can call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Again, that's 1-800-273-TALK. We'll be right back with more Daily Pop. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I have some ideas about marketing Delore that I would like to share with you. De l'heure. 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 De l'heure
outfit at Paris Fashion Week, honey, and our lawyers had us, like, scan this thing mm -hmm. and blur it out, and I wish we didn't because I am obsessed with this woman. She's gorgeous. Wow. So this is blurred out? Like, this was even more sheer? Oh, no, no. She's got the nipples out, the, honey. Oh. oh, yeah. I think they're, like, pasty thingamajiggies. See oh. that? Yeah. Oh, no, my... no, there's no pasty. No, no, no. I'm saying for oh, this image. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I think she looks fabulous. She does. She looks great. And by the way, when you play a character this fierce, you almost have to embody them both on and off the screen. I remember when Meryl did Devil Wears Prada, mm -hmm. and after the tour, after the press tour, she was still that bitch. You know what I mean? Like, she, you felt it on a red carpet that right. she still was that's playing all. that role. Just like, that's all. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. She is owning that, though. She's owning that I just, I look. don't think I could. I mean, I would be like, can I wear Spanx under this? And they'd be like, no, <laughs> Melissa, you can't. Like, mm, I'm gonna need a bra. Like, you know, um, but if you can do it, if I could do it, I would do it, because she looks fabulous. Oh, she, she definitely yeah. does. Moving on to more fabulousness, Ooh, Kanye and Julia Fox were also serving looks this weekend. They brought us way back to 2001, giving us JT and Britney vibes in these matching denim outfits. Wow. I am looking at a lot of denim. And it's a whole lot of denim. It's a whole lot of denim. I'm not mad at it. It's a lot of denim. You I'm love not it? mad at it. Let me tell you what I love about okay, it. Okay, I want to hear it. Tell me. Let me yes. tell you what I love about it. I like Kanye West because there's always a motive. There's always an underlying motive in what he does. Wait, are you talking the about their like, outfit of, of, of or the whole relationship? I'm talking about the whole thing. The right? whole okay. thing, including okay. the outfits. What Kanye is trying to do okay. is trying to prove that he can make anybody famous. He is trying to show that he can make another Kim I K. made you, and I'll I'm, make another one just like you. And I'll like make you. another one just like mm. you. I don't know if he's going to succeed, but I'm excited to see the journey. So the denim is part of this mission. Yes. Well, like, that was step number one, we appear somewhere all in denim. denim. Well, you know what it mm -hmm. is? They've been talking about how he dresses her head to toe. There was that whole thing where he filled the suite with the clothing, and every time she's appeared, he's putting it all together, the whole look. Well, you so remember. So it's, it's exactly what you're saying. He's like, I am creating you. 100%. Yes. And remember... Like when, Frankenstein. When no. he and Kim first started dating... They matched. Yes. They matched, and he made her throw everything out of her closet. And yep. she was devastated by it. She had piles and piles of clothes, Irving Leger dresses that were never oh worn. Oh my gosh, that would have been the best garage sale ever. But Julia is happy to be here. She is here for all of it. Like, tell me what to wear. Tell me what to say. Okay. Tell me what to do. Tell me where to stand. Okay. Tell where me where to stand. Where would you get an outfit like this? Like, <laughs> can I walk into, like, a gap and go, can I get the full, like, is it called the Canadian tuxedo? Is the, that all? Yeah. Do they say that anymore? Like, do you, where do you get, where do you pull, where do you get this? I think if you go to Oshkosh Bagash, I think they'll put them so. in together. <laughs> no, no, let me ask you something because yeah. I feel like, you and I might disagree on this, okay. but I'm, I think I'm a strong woman, too. Okay. And I think I'm like, you know, I got, you know, my balls. Uh, if you knew that potentially your man was still trying to make his ex jealous, but you were living a fab-ass life, meeting some fab-ass people, and this might not go as far as you think it would, you know, if the woman ever came back, mm -hmm. would you be okay with it? Well, I will say this, because we're not talking about me personally. I get where her head is, right? Because I think she's very vested in what is in this for her. She's clear about the exchange. I'll this is a transaction. Ride. Okay. She's clear about what she is getting out of this transaction, and she's good with it, right? I don't think there's any emotion 
here at all. I think this is all business. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. I, okay. I don't think there's like she's wrapped up and she's in love and she's going to be devastated. I think as long as she gets exactly what was, you know, agreed Promise. upon, yes. what was promised, she's good. Okay. Yeah. Does nobody believe in love anymore? Not in Hollywood. I'd have to love somebody an awful lot to wear full denim. I'm just saying that. You know, I would have to have real feelings be emotions to put involved. on a full denim outfit. I just, no, that's for me. I'm just speaking for me, though, there. Melissa, if it was free, I would put it on. Thank you. Coming up, Oliver Hudson joins us live. I'm going to find out why he's always running around naked on Instagram. I mean, I'm not complaining. Plus, Paris Hilton tells us all about her plans to start a family. We'll be right back. What are you even doing here? I'm here because you lied. You know, lying to a federal agent is a felony. I could deport you for that. Or, we could start over. You could tell me the truth this time. A man I would let interrogate me anytime. Please welcome Oliver Hudson, star of The Queen and Lady. Woo! Hello, good morning, Oliver. Good morning. How are you? Uh, we're good. We're good. So the show looks fabulous, and you play an FBI agent on the show. So um, you're playing an FBI agent. In real life, would you say that problem solving is a forte of yours? I actually like to problem solve. You know, I do. I'm a Virgo, and I think there's a part of me that just needs to sort of calculate how it's going to get done and when it's going to get done. I don't like to plan, but I like to solve problems i think it feels i feel fulfilled i feel accomplished <laughs> do you get mad like look i watched you on nashville and i was obsessed okay but it seems like you're always playing a dude that people want to fight <laughs> yeah no i know i know well every time i do a non-comedy apparently I, I i play a guy that uh, uh not a lot of people like i'm a bit of a villain but you know hey i've got a dark side no doubt about it <laughs> Um, well, I think that's so weird because you you always are just come across as so likable. Especially on Instagram. Like, all I want to well, do is hang out with this dude on Instagram. You're obsessed. You're a little obsessed about the Instagram. Well, it's the booty shots that I'm... I'm more obsessed with the fact that I see your ass more on Instagram than anybody else's. <laughs> what does your wife think about the fact that you are showing your crack to everybody? <laughs> I mean, she thinks I'm crazy, you know, like my whole entire family. I, it's, but it's me. Instagram is a great place for to to express who I am. Like that is fully me. If I if I want to be naked, I'm going to be naked. I feel like male nudity. There's it's funny. You know what I mean? Look, yes. I mean it's just there's not there's nothing sexy about it. Uh, it's, I'm going to disagree with you there. I'm going to disagree. I think it's yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty sexy. And as somebody who's looking forward to her first nude scene at 83, which we just talked about earlier, um, uh, you can look forward to that sexiness. But speaking of your wife and what she thinks about um, the booty shots on Instagram, she's playing your ex-wife on the show. So what is that like working together? It was fun. It was the first time we had, we had done that. And, and I asked, I said, hey, it's a small little park. Can she, can she read for it and see what happens? Oh my God, there it is. I haven't even seen it yet. That's amazing. Just and uh, you know, it was, it, it was a blast. It was really, really, really fun. She was nervous and she's like, do I suck? I'm like, it doesn't matter. And you're great and who cares? We're having a good time. You know, um, I am obsessed with your family, especially your mother. And I have seen this shot in her own Instagrams. Are you living back at your parents' house? Is something going on here? Yeah. Is Oliver yeah, Hudson broke? I'm back home. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. Uh, I'm trying to get back up on my feet. Uh, I'm, re I'm we're remodeling the house, and instead of renting a place, I'm like, you know, let's just go back home. So I am living with mom and dad. The kids are here. My son is literally over that that shoulder right now. You can see his little head sleeping. Okay, and and uh, yeah, it's great. Breakfast is made. Mom makes biscuits and gravy and eggs and. You know, it's it's actually there's a chance we won't leave. I I I, I I'll tell you that. <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit comforting to slip into that right? you know that same role well, with the free babysitting, free and babysitting, stuff. and like your 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 snacks mm -hmm. are in the fridge and uh -huh. all that stuff. Um, speaking of like your family, so you know, Oliver, you work a ton. You've always got like new projects coming out. Like, so whose call do you anticipate or do you want to hear from after a new show premieres? Like, who do you want to? Who do, whose review are you waiting to hear? Oh, that's a good one. Thanks. They, oh. mm, 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 mm. Well, honestly, like you try not to care. And this is, there's some deep psychology in this answer, but you want your parents yes. and family's approval. Yes. I, you know, it's like, honestly, you do. I mean, you've got Kate, you got Wyatt, you know, my parents, everyone is an actor. They're all extremely talented. And you just want to sort of be part of the crew. You want them to love you and think that you're great. And that's why I hate watching the show with my family. It drives me nuts. When <laughs> I just like, they're judging me and they're there. And now they're going to think that I'm terrible. And, you know, and then I got to go back to my shrink and deal with that again. And, and uh, so it's my parents' approval. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure all that's much easier to deal with now that you're actually just living in the same home with yeah. them as well, too. That's not bringing anything else up. They can yeah. just yeah. go ahead no, and intercom. No, of course. Of course, and that's the worst part about it because I have no choice but to watch the show with them. They're like, is it Monday night at 9 o'clock? Here we go. Oh, my God, you guys, please. Can, can I just do this myself or you guys? Well, you know, is Monday Night Football on again? Like, let's just please. We don't need to watch this thing. 100%. You know, you've been married for 15 years, right? Yeah. It's so crazy because when I get in a yep. relationship, I'm always very upfront because I'm like, oh, we're going to have a Goldie and Kurt thing. Like, I don't uh -huh. want that pressure. Like, this seems like a really cool mm -hmm. thing. Like, how hard mm -hmm. was it for you to get in that marriage mindset when you grew up with people mm -hmm. who were like, we don't really need it? This is a great question, man. It's a, that's a very good question. And, and uh, to be honest, it was not easy. You know, I didn't want to get married. I thought that the perfect relationship was Kurt and mom. I mean, I came from a child, I was a child of divorce and that didn't work. And then, you know, I saw this working and uh, I got Aaron jewelry every Christmas and that was part of my thing. And finally I bring some rings to my mom and I'm like, no, not engagement rings, but just, and she's the one who says, what are you doing? Do you want to spend the rest of your life with this person? You know, I'm coming back. Yes. Do you want to spend your rest of your life with this person or not? Wow. Oh, wait, am I there? Yeah, you're yeah. here. You're here. Yeah. And, 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 okay. And I, and I said, yes, I, I do. I'm, I'm deeply in love, but I'm just scared. And, and she says, it's a token. You know, you don't have to get married right away. And so I, I gave her the ring and it was very scary. And we were engaged for two and a half years and we didn't rush it. And uh, that's how it worked out. But uh, it's a great question because the truth is, is I didn't want to get married. Aaron told her parents, like, just, hey, guys, you're traditional New Englanders, just so you know that I've, I'm with a dude who's an L.A. weirdo. Yeah. And he, we, we might not get married. So just get ready for that. So the, the proposal was a major 
surprised. I you know what? That. Sure. I love that, that that your parents were the like well that Kurt and Goldie were the gold standard for this non-traditional thing. That it was your mom who encouraged you to to take the plunge. Who I love that. New. You know what, yeah. guys? Yeah. This is amazing. If you want to see more of Oliver, go to his Instagram. He shows his ass twice a week. <laughs> and you can also catch him on all new episodes of The Cleaning it's Lady so good. tonight on Fox. It's so good. I got a preview. You have a good one. It was good to see you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye, Appreciate Oliver. You. Thank you. Still ahead, all Nick right. and Priyanka's surprise baby announcement. How did they keep it a secret? That is coming up. Well, actually, our boat is 300 feet long. Ew. Uh, look, it's the width that counts. Mine's like a tuna can. <laughs> also, we just keep... <laughs> we just are good. We're gonna keep... We're gonna keep... No, no, it's okay. That is Pete Davidson and Colin Joes having a hard time keeping it together during the weekend update sketch on SNL. How hard is it for you? You've been in some of the funniest scenes on TV. How hard is it for you not to break character? Um, I, I think sometimes it's very hard. Like when uh, when I was doing Reba, like Steve Howie, Steve Howie, who is one of the funniest men ever, it's really hard to do a scene with him and not laugh. So I think they purposely didn't give us a lot of scenes together because he just <laughs> cracks me up. But I watched this week at SNL and I am always tickled when I see somebody genuinely break. Like they are just making each other laugh so hard and it's genuine. I love it. I love uh. it. I love it. It looks like they're having so much fun. I want to know what's in the can, because that might be contributing to the giggles. Exactly. You know exactly. <laughs> well, while we're talking about breaking, I might break down in tears because Paris Hilton's wedding was one of the year's most exclusive events. She told us all about married life, plans for kids, and whether her man was a groomzilla. Congratulations on literally everything, but the biggest thing, finding love with that cute, handsome husband of yours. I couldn't be happier. He is just everything to me. What are you gonna do when he's walking down the aisle on one of these? I'm definitely gonna cry. You know that. But you told me I can't cry, because then you're gonna cry. Yeah, don't cry. <laughs> I've been watching Paris in love. So now I'm waiting for the big wedding finale. What can you tell us about it? It was just a fairy tale wedding dream come true. It was so beautiful. Demi Lovato saying, I will always love you. We had a neon carnival. We rented out the Santa Monica Pier and Diplo is DJing. I wore a neon pink Alice and Olivia bride dress and everybody was in neon. It's the most incredible wedding weekend ever. What's been the most surprising part of married life? The first time I heard him say like, my wife or I'm like, my husband, just saying that term was very like weird for me at first, but we've been together 24 seven. So I felt like a married couple this entire time anyway. He uh, now has a new name that's called the Octopus Groomzilla. Your mom, she mentioned that your hubby was a little bit of a groomzilla. So do you agree? He's just very responsible and my mom and I are just all over the place. So I'm so grateful to the groomzilla because I don't even know if the wedding would have happened if he wasn't helping plan it. I'm the luckiest guy in the world, aren't I? Yes. You're supposed to say I'm lucky too. Can we expect um, any news about children soon? I cannot wait. That is definitely one of my top priorities. How many do you want, Paris, and boy or girl first? I want probably two or three, and I would want twins first, or I don't know, it's hard to say. Like, I always wish I had an older brother, because I feel like if I did, 
they would protect me and things like that and just yeah. be in school. So maybe the boy first. You're going to be such a good mom, Paris. When I was 16, we moved to New York and I started sneaking out at night, ditching school, and my parents sent me to a boarding school. They didn't realize it was pure torture camp. You're also part of a new podcast that's called Trapped in Treatment, and it's based on your experience at the Provo Canyon School. So will people be shocked by what they hear? Yes, I want to raise awareness on this really important issue. We've already changed laws and going back to Washington, D.C. soon to help pass legislation on this. The abuse needs to stop, and I'm going to continue using my voice and my platform to make sure that happens. The two-part Paris in Love finale drops Thursday on Peacock. And if you ain't got Peacock, it's okay. Just scan that QR code to get set up and make sure to catch Paris's new podcast, Trapped in Treatment. It's out this Wednesday. I heard it's supposed to be amazing. Up next, my crush Olympic skater Adam Rapon is here, and he's telling us all about his secret wedding. Stay with Ooh. us. Talk about being your own worst critic. Bono is calling you two songs embarrassing Yay. and confesses that for most of his career, he couldn't stand to hear himself sing. Listen to what he told the Hollywood Reporter's Awards Chatters podcast. I, I've been in a car where, you know, when uh, one of our songs come on the radio and I've been, you know, the color of, you know, I mean, just like, as we say in Dublin, Scarlet, <laughs> you know, I'm just embarrassed. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, I do think U2 pushes out the boat on embarrassment quite a lot. And, <laughs> and maybe that's the place to be as an artist is, you know, right at the edge of your level of pain or <laughs> for, for embarrassment. I mean, See, I, I was it. a little confused because I thought he was saying the songs themselves. He's We're talking about his voice, yes. he doesn't like the way he himself. Sang. I can totally, totally relate to that. Yeah. I cannot stand to hear my own voice. Uh, seriously, it's this, uh, people are always like, it's so distinctive, but it grates on my ears. You know, if I, I hear myself, I'm, I'm like, in the process of changing mine. Oh, are you are? really? Yes, I'm and in the process what does that of require? I'm, I'm working with a coach to uh -huh. try to oh, deepen it a up a little squeeze. bit. It's like it, it's pretty much a kegel for your lungs. <laughs> is it? Is it? Um, but I hate hearing my voice. And mm. the problem with my industry is everyone tells me you have to watch yourself to get better. I know. And mm -hmm. I cannot. I can't do it. I can't do it. do it. People, you know, I, I have never been the one that wants to, like, sit down and watch an episode. Like, when Oliver was talking about watching it, I, A, don't want to watch it. B, don't want to watch it with people I know because you mm -hmm. feel like they're going to look at you. But I have found that with distance, like, I can watch Reba episodes now. There's been distance between. You go, mm -hmm. oh, that was funny. Oh, my gosh, I love that episode. Steve's hilarious. You know, Joanna's great. And, and like, Baby Daddy, there's been enough distance that I can watch with a less critical eye. But, like, Young Sheldon, which I've been doing them recently, I cannot watch anything I've done recently because I'm too... Too, I'm too critical. It's too soon. It's too close. Yeah. It's too close. It's too fresh. It's too fresh. Too fresh. Yes. Yeah. No, it's it's yeah. hard. You know what else is really hard is when, and this happens maybe like once a month, you will be in a restaurant and you can tell someone's trying to explain to their friend who, who you, you are, who you are. <laughs> and then they'll scroll through the Instagram and then I'll hear my damn voice. Uh, Coming up from the phone. <laughs> And I'm like screeching, trying to hide my embarrassment. Like, not that I'm embarrassed that people notice me or that people like want to say hello. I don't mind that. 
hearing my voice kills me. It's so funny. They never know what I look like, but the minute I open my mouth. Well, that's like Reba, like, like too. Like, oh, you're that woman. I know your voice. You're like yeah. Delilah. I don't know what Delilah looks like. I think but... of myself as Charlie from Charlie's Angels. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. I'm just a disembodied voice. Yes. See, so you can't go undercover. Like, Reba's got a very distinctive voice, too. Like, she could be like, oh, I'll wear a cap and do something. And like, the minute you open your mouth, the minute you open your mouth, you know yes. who you are, which I think is a gift. Like, that's a very cool thing. I do love it. To have it. that distinct, you know, quality. VO's here I come. I love it. Coming up, Adam Rapont is here. We'll talk to him when we come back. He ca captured our hearts on the ice, and now his heart has been captured. Say hello to Adam Rapont, everybody. Okay, tell us all about your shotgun wedding. What made you do it? Like, what was the inspo behind New Year's Eve? Um, okay, so it actually was like very like impromptu. So what happened was, if you've ever seen like 90 Day Fiance, we had to get a K-1 visa because JP is from Finland. And that whole process takes like over a year. It's exhausting, it's so long. And uh, when he finally made it over here, we are always planning to do like just something, just the two of us. And, um, you know, we thought we would go to like the courthouse or something. But then when you get married at the courthouse, you have to like get a license and then you have to oh, do a separate appointment. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 we don't have time. We only have an hour. But it wasn't that impromptu, Adam. You guys were dating forever, long distance, right? Yes. Yeah, we were we've been together for like four years. So we were we we were ready to be married and it wasn't a surprise to like any of our friends or family. Um, but you know, I am white trash <laughs> genetically. So I did Google like one hour wedding Los Angeles, and then that's how we found um the woman who married us. Her name was Maria, she's from St. Petersburg, Russia. Uh, and um it, honestly, that's how you start a fairy tale. Was Maria. it hard to keep that relationship alive long distance, or do you feel it's why you guys lasted so long? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's why we started out in such like a good place, and then from that moment, it was like super easy because he was worth it, and I I loved like being connected to him and like getting to know him better, and and he and we support each other um, a lot. I gotta know how saucy yeah. did the FaceTimes get? after the first few months. Okay, I have to t I I have to tell you this I thought this was a red flag that we never sent any sort of like picture or anything. And I was like there was no sex something something's wrong. Something is wrong. I something, right. Right. And I was like either this is really good or this is really bad and it ended up being really good, but so there wasn't anything but then um We've made up for it. Okay, okay. I have one, one last question, though. <laughs> From the time that you guys met, because we talked about it, you guys yes. met on social media, on, you know, on dating Tinder. site mm -hmm. Tinder. How yeah. long before you guys were actually in the same space? Six months. Girl. With nothing you, on the... What is your sign? Because you got some patience. <laughs> My Scorpio ass would have him in a crate <laughs> in costume, Picking him up in LAX. Are you a Scorpio, too? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. wow. I, was I was dying. I was dying because I was like, this is, I, I was like, I either need to just like relax and like, like, like let it, let this play out. I'm not, but I was like, also I'm not putting any pressure on it. I don't know him. We didn't like ever meet. So I was like, whatever, this'll be just like whatever it is. And then when we finally met, it was just like. It was cracking. And, and now that your love life is good, the Olympics are almost here. 
You're yes. coaching uh, Mariah Bell? That's correct. Yeah, mm -hmm. I um, am one of the coaches of the current U.S. Ladies National Champion, Mariah wow. Bell, and we're headed to Beijing, which is really wow. exciting. My favorite thing about one, she's like such a lovely girl and so great, but she's the oldest national champion in 95 years. And wow. She's only 25 years old. I mean, first wow. of all, she looks like a Cabbage Patch kid. She's so, so cute. Like, this she's is so the cute. oldest person. This is the oldest ladies champion in 95 years. You, you look like very... a baby yourself. Like what is harder for you, uh, uh, coaching or competing? What do you prefer? Okay, well, well, when you're coaching, you're completely out of, when you're competing, it's all in your hands, right? So it's like everything you do, mm. it's like if you prepared, you're out there, you can, you're, you're thinking. When you're a coach, basically, it's the only thing you can do is like wear an, a nice jacket and hold a good bag. And, and keep and then your you fingers just are, crossed and hope they do everything you coach them to do. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, I gotta know, are you getting that itch to get back in that Lycra and give the girls what they're here for? No. He's like, I'm, I'm married now. I'm settled down. I'm Gucci. She's like, I'm about to have this baby. <laughs> no, you yeah. guys had a baby. The doggy, right? You guys got a dog? Yes, so we got a dog. Um, we rescued him from a shelter here in L.A. Um, I recently did a DNA test because oh. I was like, I want to know what he is. So I, okay, I hope you're, I know you're both sitting down. So first of all, 41% Pitbull. No. Okay. 15% Rottweiler is a murderer. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and so Jay, my husband, he's always like, you can't be so tough on the puppy. Cause you know, I'm obviously trying to train him. Like we're going to Westminster. <laughs> and so, um, he, and I'm like, listen, mm -hmm. I gotta teach him because I don't want anyone to be afraid of him. And when I say anyone to be afraid of him, I'm talking about myself. <laughs> Girl, Adam Rapon, <laughs> sleep with one eye open. We love you. <laughs> and come back to the show. We cannot wait to have you. Come co-host with us. We'd have the best time. We'll be right back Bring with more Daily skates. Pop. Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra shocked everyone with the news that they had a secret baby. What? The couple hit up Instagram to share that they welcome a baby via a surrogate. I cannot believe I that they have kept this secret for so long. Good for them. I think Good it's for fantastic. Them. I mean, for me, the person, if I was a surrogate, it would be me. I'd be the one to let You'd out, be like, the one. I'm having Nick Jonas' baby. <laughs> I'm having their that, baby. That NDA is so airtight. Yes. I am positive. Yeah. Sure. But good for them that they did it on their terms. They're yes. telling the world when they want the world to know. And it's that's no what I business. felt about their yeah. relationship all along. Really? Oh. Yeah. Like, you don't see anything out there that they are not a thousand percent on board with. Yes. And you I know? also like that they didn't give it to us fully and then yeah. take it back. Yeah. It always kind of sort of let the curtain open a little bit and mm -hmm. then they closed it right back on our asses. Yeah. And I think that's how that's how you have a successful marriage when you're in the spotlight too. It's like it's not everyone's business. Your business is not everyone's business. Some things are just for you. And I'm really glad that they that they yes. they did that. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yes. yes. Mona, Melissa, thank you. We love you guys. Eminem in the building. Eminem in the building. <laughs> I love uh, it. Set your DVR tomorrow. We're talking to <gasps> Elmo and we have the first interview with newly married oh Bachelor stars Ben and Jessica Higgins, we'll see you tomorrow.